Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. War may sometimes be a necessary evil, but no matter how necessary, it is always evil, never a good. We will not learn how to live together in peace by killing each other's children. Jimmy Carter, the 39th president of the United States, who is now receiving hospice care at his home in Plains, Georgia. The 98-year-old, the longest-lived American president, occupied the White House from 1977 to 81 after serving as Georgia's senator and governor in the uh, 60s and the early 70s. He may be the one American president who is more well-known for what what he did after his presidency than during his time in power. Arthur Milnes is a fellow of the Queen's University School of Public Studies, a former speechwriter to Prime Minister Stephen Harper, and the author of several books, including those about Prime Minister John Turner and U.S. Presidents George H.W. Bush, Franklin Roosevelt, and Jimmy Carter. Arthur, welcome to the show. How are you today? Thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, having me. Uh, kind of sad, but, uh, you know, um, President Carter's had quite a life, and uh, he's not gone yet. When I say the name Jimmy Carter, I mean, you wrote a book about the man. What memories spring to mind? Just, he's probably the, um, he would hate if he heard me say this. He would hate this. But um, probably the rest of my life, I don't think I'll ever meet uh, such a profoundly moral man. How? I'm, um, not um, uh, generally uh, very uh, over-religious. But uh, in all my hours with President Carter, one, uh, when you're alone with him, you do get the sense that you're with a very moral, spiritual man. He was a really a, a little known governor from Georgia who won the White House. How did he do it? You know, it's incredible. It couldn't happen today. The uh, short version is that after his service as governor, um, he and his wife every Sunday would get into separate station wagons and drive through primary states. And in particular, because uh, they had no money. And in particular, Mrs. Carter, a uh, better campaigner than Jimmy is, would uh, go to a small town in a place like Iowa, find out where the local newspaper was, walk in, ask to see the editor, you know, with this heavy Georgia accent, and uh, say, say to the editor, my husband's going to be president. And they would say, of what? And she would say, of the United States. And they thought this woman with the Georgia accent, that it was such a crazy story that they would put her on the front page. That's literally how things started. And by the time the more prominent Democrats, uh, the Ted Kennedys and Hubert Humphreys, et cetera, uh, thought they would put their mind to the uh, nominate, Democratic nomination, uh, Jimmy Carter had already had it sewn up. 
He was the president of the United States from 1977 to 81. How would you describe his presidency? I would actually, um, one of the great, uh, because of uh, how, how long President Carter is living, what's been wonderful in recent years to see his presidency reevaluated. And I've always argued that though it was one term, if we just, for example, looked at foreign policy, just foreign policy, in one four-year four term, this man personally, and he put his presidency at risk to do it, uh, achieved the Camp David Accords between Egypt and Israel. And it's basically one of the only peace treaties Israel's ever had with its neighbors, one of its neighbors, and it still stands today, 40-plus uh, years later. It's remarkable. Uh, the second thing would be the Panama Canal treaties. Uh, that was a cancer waiting to explode in Central America. And President Carter damned the torpedoes and did the Panama Canal Treaty, uh, which has uh, removed that cancer from U.S. Uh, relations with Central America. It's a remarkable achievement. Plus, he uh, uh, negotiated a SALT II nuclear arms reduction treaty with the Soviet Union, uh, the first, of course, had been Richard Nixon, but uh, President Carter was second. And though Congress didn't approve it, uh, uh, the Soviets abided by it for the most part. So that's just foreign policy. And if you look at some of uh, recent presidents would kill, even if they had eight, uh, eight years would have killed to have records like that. It's a remarkable legacy. We have not- for Canada, for Canada, um, he has never forgotten in fact, I've seen him tear up and cry when he speaks about it. He's never forgotten the role Canada and Canadians, uh, uh, Ambassador Ken Taylor and his wife in particular, the role that Canada played uh, Canada played in helping smuggle and, keep, and uh, keep six Americans safe after the American embassy in revolutionary Iran uh, was taken over. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 